Hello everybody, my name is Julius Domingo, and you're watching the Julius D. Gamer Podcast. I'll be your host, Julius Domingo. Today will be the season finale to end all finales for our podcast here. Before I start anything, I'd like to thank all my loyal viewers. You've really carried this podcast all the way through. So to end this podcast, we'll be doing what a gamer podcast should be doing. Reviewing some good, some good old video games. Our video game today is, drumroll please, 2020's very own Genshin Impact. Enjoy! Alright, so... Let's get straight into it. Uh, a quick overview of said game, Genshin Impact, is that it is a beautiful, and I mean absolutely beautiful, free-to-play multi-platform RPG created by the Chinese company uh, called Mihoyo. Uh, it was released on September 26, 2020, and I had the honor of playing it as soon as it came out, so I got to see all tons of stuff. Um, Mihoyo has made other games uh, simil similar to Genshin Impact, such as Honkai Impact 3rd uh, and Guns Girls. But uh, you might not know that uh, these games because they're more largely popularized in Eastern countries. Uh, because of course, Mihoyo is a Chinese company. Uh, Genshin Impact uh, can be played on the PC or laptop, um, newer phone models and the PS4, so it's actually very versatile in its um, capabilities of cross-platform, uh, which is something very unique, I'd say, to uh, most games, uh, because, I don't know, uh, most companies just want to stick to one platform uh, to make it easier, but Genshin Impact has done the extra step in uh, making it for three. Um, so some uh, news on that actually is that it's soon to come out for the Switch. So all you Switch players, it'll come to you soon. Strap onto your seats, boys, because this is our first segment, and it's a huge one. It's gameplay. So starting with what I believe is the main focus of its gameplay is its um, its, um, its extensive lore. Right. Um, the story follows your character, which is referred to as the Traveler, um, and it's just re it's really just one big hunt around the world of Genshin, uh, which is called uh, Tevat. Um, and you're uh, looking for his missing sister or brother uh, who was kidnapped by an overpowered god who can summon dark magic blocks and stuff. Um, as of right now, uh, the story doesn't tell you who this overpowered god is, but um, yeah, that's what's fun about it. It's, um, it's very up to date and uh, the story continues as you go. 
of course uh as any rpg goes you can name your traveler and you can choose whether it's the brother or the sister character uh male or female you cannot however customize your character to look how you please um i firmly believe that this is a good decision for this game in particular uh because gamers can get weird with how they customize their characters and it might downgrade the gameplay um uh, like obviously <laughs> the developers didn't want you to have like a power to give your mc a fish suit cosplay or something something weird like that but um the traveler must embark on a journey to unlock the seven elements and discover the world of tivat and save his sister slash brother uh anyways this extensive journey to find your sister slash brother and unlock your powers is filled with different places you can go to and a lot of interactive main and side quests in fact this game overflows you with its sheer amount of playable and addictive content its first form of playable content outside of the story quests that you can do um are its exploration of the world of tivat as of right now um there are three continents or regions that you can explore um these continents are called Mondstadt, Liyue, um, that's L-I-Y-U-E, and uh, um, this mini part of the map called Dragonspine. Um, they were all released in order of what I said. Um, each region is unique to its different enemies and layouts, and all of what is seen is relevant and consistent to the story. Um, an example of what I'm trying to say is that Mondstadt is referred to as the city of wind and freedom. And uh, there's like a lot of wind puzzles and like wind monsters that you can do uh, that you can fight <laughs> in game. So there's all that good stuff. There's also um, level restricted mini dungeons all around uh, Tivat called Domains in which you can farm different level up materials and gear for your characters. So that's pretty cool. There are usually, um, this is usually where the co-op um, function happens because um, you have the option to play with other character, uh, play with other players. And um, yeah, it just helps you garner more uh, com community. Um, completing these events require you to do what is called a risen, a risen system, which is basically your energy system that limits you from overplaying. A risen can be purchased with in-game currency and obtainable through quest rewards or level up rewards. Um, there's also this thing called Spiral Abyss, which is basically 12 dungeons with like three floors on it that gets harder and harder as you uh, descend down into it. Um, I'd also like to mention that the final three dungeons in this um, <coughs> spiral abyss are called abyss uh, abyssal moon spire floors, which are like um, they're um, floors that are updated by de uh, the developers um, every few months or just every month uh, to give out new rewards and nice and given loot, uh, which is actually pretty interactive and generous of them.
Okay, now onto a couple subtopics I'd like to talk about about Genshin's overall gameplay um, and some things I enjoyed about it. Um, these subtop- subtopics include its combat system, its um, the um, elements that it has, and uh, some weapons and characters that um, you can work with. Uh, Alright, so it's fighting system. Uh, I honestly believe that uh, Genshin Impact has a very unique and um, very exciting uh, combat system that you can that's very interactive and uh, it, it's very casual and doesn't require too much sweaty work. Um, after all, Genshin Impact is a uh, is in itself um, I'd say is a very casual and exciting but addictive game. Characters you can obtain are classified by, um, as of right now, by four weapon types and seven elements. So these four weapon types are swords, claymores, catalysts, and pole arms. So uh, catalysts are basically your um, your uh, spell users, your mages, you know, all that good nerdy stuff. <clears throat> so. These all have their uses um, in the game, and some are better than others. There's a tier list for it. Um, the seven elements in the game are Pyro, <laughs> Cryo, Electro, Hydro, Geo, Animo, and Dendro. Um, some clarifications are that like Animo, um, that's basically wind, your wind element, and Dendro is your grass element. And then the rest of them are probably uh, self-explanatory. <clears throat> so why is this important in, in the game itself? Um, because uh, most of your combat and damage output will revolve around um, stuff you learn uh, in the game and how these um, these, seven, these seven elements react with each other. And uh, you can do a lot of cool stuff with them um, inside the realm of like, you know, common sense. It actually relates to a lot of... Um, common sense um, reactions in science itself. So, like, for example, if you mix um, pyro and cryo, which is basically fire and ice, uh, you get a melt reaction. Or if you get electro elements um, with water, um, that water, it becomes a conductor to your um, electricity, and it creates a field of zappy zaps. So yeah, there's a little science lesson for you. Um, another underrated topic, like I'd I'd, I'd t- like to talk about, is co- uh, it's absolutely astonishing sound design. Its characters, events, and different regions themselves are all assigned their own unique soundtrack. Yeah, and uh, in my opinion, a good soundtrack is not necessarily a requirement but it's a very big boost in credibility as an overall game. Actually, um, this rule of thumb doesn't even need to apply to only a game. It can be a movie, a TV show, etc. Um, Almost anything needs a good sound uh, design. Um, A second part of the sound design that truly impresses me is that the game is fully voiced in four languages and supports 13 languages through text. And uh, this amazes me because investing into multiple voice actors to do those languages 
is uh, very smart and shows a level of confidence that this game presented uh, that it'll, you know, circulate throughout the whole world. Uh, and it it literally has. Uh, Genshin Impact, um, according to its um, some statistics, has garnished over 5 million players worldwide. And uh, with that being said, I will take a break and present one of my favorite soundtracks in the game. Uh, this is Dragon Spine theme music that was released on Christmas. So enjoy. So, <clears throat> that was Dragon Spine's uh, theme, uh, melody, whatever you call it, in Genshin Impact. And that was just one of many examples of um, themes that they have in uh, different areas or for different characters in the story. And uh, I honestly find that amazing. And uh, for it, for each uh, piece to be this good... Uh, that takes that takes a lot of um, a lot of effort into its composition. So, yeah, just wanted to throw that in there. But on to our next topic. All right. So, characters in Genshin Impact, as I reiterate, are each unique to their own move set and are extremely well designed. Most play a part in their main or side stories, uh, but some still have their arcs in development. A little more on the characters is that there are a total of 27 playable characters as of January 27th, 2021. And uh, only tw six of them are uh, considered free to free-to-play players. I mentioned specifically the date because, as, as I said, uh, Genshin is an extremely active and up-to-date online game that constantly builds on the story, characters, and explorable areas. So that basically means more and more characters are just going to keep popping in 
and uh, more hype will be built around it. The other 21 characters um, out of the 27 can be obtained through a wish system, as I mentioned, uh, which brings us to our next topic, Genshin Impact as a pay-to-play game and other critiques. So, finally, the wish system is basically its gotcha function, lets you gain new characters and awesome weapons. You can wish for more of these items by gaining the in-game currency for it. They're doing quests, domains, spiral abyss, achievements, and much more. So, with all these opportunities, in that sense, I think Mihoyo did a good job of making it so that even uh, free-to-play players can participate in its gotcha system. So, yeah, gambling. Woohoo! Which is honestly super generous, but not too generous because pretty much every gacha game does this. Uh, to incite more incentive to bring out the old wallet of yours and spend money on this game. So, these types of players that do exactly that are what we call whales in the gacha community because they whale for the best loot all the time. This is ultimately, of course, a form of gambling, which I neither am against nor approve of, so do as you please. Um, so, this big discussion since the beginning of this game um, that I'm about to introduce is a strong argument against Genshin Impact. Uh, so that argument is that it is unplayable without spending a dime to push into the game. And I'll be your fact checker for this. And Fact Checker says, that's absolutely wrong. Genshin Impact does a good job of making the game enjoyable for everyone. Paying in this game is merely to gain the best weapons and characters, which in essence, sure, makes this game uh, pay to win. But that's fine and all, that's all fine and dandy. <laughs> Since this game isn't even a competitive game, it's a, it's a single player game. And it was originally intended to be one. Um, if you use co-op as like an argument for it, no, not really. Co-op is just a feature that it added to, uh, you know, garner more viewers. But at the end of the day, Mihoyo is a company and it needs to profit, uh, and continue as, just as anything does. So other criticisms, um, like the, uh, free to play versus pay to win, um, argument is that Genshin is a carbon copy, completely fabricated clone of the Nintendo Switch game Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Alright, this is so dumb. It's an absolute garbage statement that has been thrown around the internet for like, since it was first, um, what, since it first had its spotlight. So, there's only two clear similarities that I um, noticed um, between Breath of the Wild and Genshin Impact, and one of them is its climbing and running mechanics and um, Bokoblins and Hillichurls, which is basically go uh, their goblins of both games. Uh, climbing and running in itself is a dumb argument because Breath of the Wild is not exclusive to having a stamina bar and um, when climbing and running. So my gosh, that's so dumb. That's like comparing soccer and baseball and claiming they're both the same sport because they use a ball. 
while the latter is more understandable uh bokoblins and hillichurls they in their design they they kind of look similar and uh yeah they have that uncanny resemblance however in comparison to genshin's wide variety and consistent update consistently updated monsters breath of the wild isn't even close so what i'm saying here is that genshin has so many unique other characters that i feel like hillichurls get overshadowed as such a minor character um all right so yeah all right so in conclusion i believe genshin impact is a top tier game and a sleeper pick for most uh Till this day, it's unreal to me that this game is free. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't have even batted an eye to it because I'm kind of a cheap person. I don't really play all that much. Um, extremely overpriced games. Um, and uh, I had low expectations, honestly, coming into this game uh, when it was first released. And honestly, it's just been a overall fun ride. I'm convinced that I'm going to be sticking with it until it's fully completed and i just overall recommend it to anybody who's an avid fan of uh anything pretty or animated and has a good story so i understand this game isn't for everyone because it's so anime so anime but it doesn't hurt to try thank you for listening to my in-depth review of genshin impact and thank you for listening to my podcast you all have a wonderful life and peace